on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. We are going to start with our weekly wrestling recap this week. We're going to go back over the stuff we missed from last week because we recorded early because I'm a bitch and uh, I like having sleep. So we're going to we're gonna go through SmackDown and AEW from last Friday and Saturday. Uh, we are recording on a Wednesday this Ooh. week because we've got a holiday weekend. What, what? It's July 4th this weekend, so we are recording well in advance, mostly because Joe said he's not going to have any internet this weekend. I don't know where in the world... I'm sorry, where in America doesn't have internet anymore, but apparently Joe's going there. So we are we're just gonna have once again Raw and NXT, but we're gonna go back, like I said, cover that Friday night SmackDown and AEW from Saturday last week that we missed. We're gonna have our retro beer ratings for bad blood in your house. We've got more listener questions, and we have the debut of our brand new segment. The Drunk Dudes Draft. I'm calling it Triple D. I don't think that's been coined by anyone else in the world. Uh, so yeah, that's what I'm using. Might even throw a trademark on there. You never know. We're going to have Dewey on for it. He's going to be joining us here shortly. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at DDT WrestlePod. You can follow me on Untapped at Dylan Free. You can follow Joe on Untapped at Joe Kalinowski. We've got a hell of a show for everyone today. Joe, are you ready to go? Yep. Let's go. Welcome everyone into episode, oh wait, lucky episode number 13. We did it. Is that tradition? We made it to lucky. Is that a traditionally lucky number? I thought that was an unlucky number. It's a, exactly, that's a Uh, joke. (laughs) Something really bad, something really bad's going to happen tonight, probably. Like the Zoom's going to crash when Dewey gets on or something. I mean, if we're lucky, Dewey won't actually make an appearance. That stupid, stupid man. Yeah, but then the draft will suck because, you know, it would just be the two of us talking to each other like every other episode is. I mean, that's true. Um, but yeah, we got a draft, bud. Yeah, I've been I've been thinking a lot about it this week. I, uh, I saw you today at work for once in, I don't know, a blue moon. I see you every once in a while at work. And I asked you if you had studied for the draft and you said oh, no. Absolutely not. Yeah, I guess I didn't really even cover what we're doing. We're going to be doing a uh, uh, a Hawaii-themed draft because that's where we all met. Figured it would be great for the first one. Go a little bit off the wrestling topic. Get away from that a little bit. And, you know, I just figured it would be like a good first topic to 
maybe get off, maybe get a little bit off of the wrestling. We'll, we'll, we'll include some wrestling drafts, obviously, every now and then. Uh, but you know what? Sometimes I just get tired of talking about wrestling. Sometimes I like talking about this, these new beers that I'm drinking. What are you drinking, Dill? Uh, this week I picked myself up a UFO Georgia Peach. Uh, it's their summer seasonal. And it is a hazy wheat beer with fresh peach flavor. And it does not lie. It is exactly that. It tastes exactly like a peach. I like, and I, I like peaches. Great fruit. Great emoji. Just all around good good things about peaches. And apparently a, a great component of a wheat beer. Oh, yeah. I forgot you don't like wheat beers. Yeah. Well, this probably is not up your alley, but I'm enjoying it right now. That's, yeah. I mean. 5.1%. Not bad. Can't ask for... Can't ask for much more than that out of a out of a lighter beer or a fruity beer. Uh, I'm drinking I'm drinking a hard seltzer again. Oh yeah, oh yeah, probably like a White Claw. No, 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 no. Yesterday, I had to go on a little adventure to I forget what I was even doing. What did I have to do? I had to pick up oil for my car because I'm going to change my oil after this episode, which is gross. Which is really a good choice after you've been drinking. I have a story about that if you want to hear it. Um, hmm. But I, I was picking up oil and a filter, and um, I stopped at a, at a Walgreens, and I saw for the first time an Arizona hard seltzer, like Arizona iced tea. Like, oh, wow. Do they have Arnold Palmer hard seltzers? No. And honestly, I had high expectations. But I'm pretty disappointed by the by the seltzer itself. What flavor is it? Is it just like tea? Right now I'm drinking a cherry punch. There's a grapefruit. There's Ooh, a dude. Mo- cherry sucks. You suck. cherry sucks. Hot take. Cherry sucks. All right. Well, everyone else. Che- I'm sorry. Cher- I'm sorry. Cherry flavored things suck. It's like how it's like how bananas are delicious, but banana flavored things are just not good. I have the same take on cherries. I'm 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 all right with uh I'm all right with cherry flavored things. Yeah. I'm However, just not a huge fan. Blueberries, I feel the exact opposite. I love a blueberry flavored thing, but blueberry mm. blueberries themselves, like the actual fruit, they're so mushy and gross. I'm a big raspberry guy. Yeah. Go raspberries. Apples too. I, I won't. I won't talk shit on apples okay, now. Okay, we were we were talking about berries. We we were literally on our way to becoming a, a berry podcast, and you ruined it by bringing up apples. Well, we don't want to become a, a berry podcast, do we? That's true. Speaking of Dewey, Dewey's going to be joining us later on this podcast for our draft. What the? F- <laughs> <laughs> no, no one said anything about Dewey. I said. I said we don't talk about berries, do we? That was pretty good. That was a good. That was a good like. That was so meta. good. I didn't even realize you did it. That was a meta segue. Whoa. Yeah, that was actually like semi brilliant. Yeah. Everyone else was saying so. Ever like I'm ex- I'm excited to see Dewey. I haven't seen him obviously since I went down to Jacksonville. I haven't to, seen uh, him a- since AEW. I haven't seen since him he since, came up. Yeah, for Mania when we ate so many hot dogs. Oh my god, I forgot about the hot dogs. Dude, I had such heartburn for like two days after the hot dog experience. I'm so glad that you still have that hot dog machine. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a good thing to have, honestly. 
I mean, you hadn't used it since you left the boat until that night. Yeah. So, and you probably haven't used it since. So let's let's be honest. It's- I I have not used it since. It took me a week to to run all the components through the dishwasher too because that thing's hard to take apart and harder to put back together. But yeah, and everything in there is probably like too big to like all fit in the dishwasher at the same time. No, no, no. Like you can take all the individual components out and they all fit in the dishwasher. Uh, and I drained the water immediately. It was just like, it was just the metal components that like, I don't know, the removable components. I, I didn't, I didn't wash. I'm being honest, but it, it's not like I was like growing a mildew farm in my, in my house. Cause that's, that's I mean, not it the sounds case. Sounds like you were. No. Cause there was no water inside. It was just like, it was a surface thing, you know? Hmm. It's, it's all right. Everything's fine. Well, hold on. I have one. Speaking of hot dogs, July 4th is this weekend. Boom. Nailed it. Not, I mean, not as good as your Dewey one. Yeah. Damn, was, that, that, was... that one was like all time. What's, uh, what, are, wh- where are you going exactly this weekend where you don't have internet that is making us record tonight? So not that I'm not that, not that I'm opposed to recording on a Wednesday because now I just have more time to edit this, but yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm going up to New York and I'm seeing some family and we're going to, we're going to grill and do some traditional, uh, traditional 4th of July stuff. My like fa- drink drink grill uh sit by a lake maybe go on a kayak or a a canoe or something like that so it's gonna be a lot of fun i didn't hear you mention fireworks fireworks on fourth of july oh yeah 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 right yeah well we're probably joking right yes i'm joking all right i think i'm gonna have to buy some fireworks here in south carolina before i start my drive because they they, they don't New sell York, they don't sell don't fireworks. Think, I don't, yeah, I don't think they do. Uh, but to get back to the root of the question, you asked me why there wasn't going to be Wi-Fi. So, like my my family, my extended family, my grandparents, they have a house out out east on Long Island uh, that nobody actually lives at, but but it's available to go hang out in. And you know, I I already talked about the lake out there. Some people just call that a vacation home. Yeah, it's it's something like a vacation home, but it's also on the same island that we live on. So, uh, or they they live on. I don't live there anymore. Haven't for quite some time. Um. So so yeah, I'm going out there to to hang out, and since nobody lives there and nobody wants to pay the Wi-Fi year round for that, there's there's no Wi-Fi. There there was at some point, but it's it's fine. Everything's fine. I mean, that sounds pretty lame. It's not. It's actually. Like to, to disconnect from the internet for who would like, want to like sit around and like talk to people for an entire weekend? You don't have to talk to people. You could totally ignore the people that are there. Yeah, why not just like sit there and be on your phone all weekend like a normal person? Well, you could read a book. Well, there's and there's also phone service. You'll never catch me reading a book. Not even. Not even. Not even if there was a fire. Well, maybe there will be a fire this weekend, but like a controlled fire in a pit, you know. Hmm. You know, some of these things are fun without internet, actually. I wouldn't know. Now, hopefully I have phone service so I could Google how to start a fire. <laughs> Just kidding. That's on my common common searches, uh, which was, I don't like that joke. That was, I tried to execute it right, but it, it just didn't hit, it, it, it didn't hit well. I don't know what was supposed to be funny about that. 
I was, it was, I was going on the, I'm going to start a fire at work kind of thing, but it, it wasn't funny. It could also get me arrested for even saying the joke probably. So. It, oh yeah. I'll totally be sure to edit that out then. Yeah. That's yeah. Let's get rid of that. That was bad. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I'm, de- I'm definitely, definitely going to get rid of that. I just didn't connect all the points, you know? Anyway, what did you, uh, what do you have planned? I will be here in Charleston. Uh, I will not have my wife with me because she is home. I so you don't have, have your dog. wife and I don't have my Wi-Fi. Damn. I won't have my dog because he is with her. Honey. I Talk. am home alone. It's lonely. I just watch TV every day. Uh, but I am going home next week. And I'm taking some leave. It's going to be a good time. I'm excited. Uh, but for the fourth, probably just going to hang out uh, with uh, some friends of Leslie's and mine. And we're probably going to, I think on Saturday, on the third, we're going to do the like the beer trolley thing down here in Charleston that like takes you around all the bars. And it's like on a continuous like hour long loop and it just picks you up at a bar. It's like a it's like free. It's like a free trolley and it takes you to every bar. Huh. So I'm going to do that probably, and then Sunday, I still have no plans, but I will Sunday, most certainly s- Sunday be, is the 4th. Sunday is the 4th, I know. Uh, I can almost guarantee I will be heavily intoxicated, because that's kind of my thing. And no one would expect anything different from us, you know? That's true. I will say, that I there's a chance everything falls through. With that, because the last like four days I have been sick as a fucking dog and it sucks. I've woken up with a really sore throat the last four days. Just having really stuffy, like uh, it seemed like allergies at first, but it's I, I definitely feel like shit. And then, you know, you look great, though. Just, well, thank you. Yeah, but it, it really hasn't been fun. It's yeah. what well, it's it's more fun than COVID because I don't I don't feel that bad, but it's still kind of shitty. Yeah, I can imagine. Other than that, I like so I just watched Bad Blood because that's what the the pay per view we're reviewing this week, and I completely forgot about something else I got to do today. So my, did you know that there's like a there's a recommended like five year maintenance item on your on your toilet? What? Yeah, so so I, like the flush valve, like the the actual thing that that like lifts up so that it stops flowing water after a while, uh, that like it, mine stopped working. So I started googling it, and then like they said, yeah, there's a recommended like five year maintenance item to to change it out or you know work on it. But it's easier to just change it out because it's really inexpensive to change out. But yeah, so I, I had a pretty bad experience where it just stopped working. So, so like I would flush the toilet and the tank wouldn't fill back up and I wouldn't be able to flush the toilet anymore. So I had to ch- change that out. And uh, the fact that we just took a break so that I could go to the bathroom reminded me of that that experience that I got to got to have get got to have today. Hopefully that's proper English. It sounded all right. Got to have. I think that's good. Yes. Yeah, so. so then then after you like change the float valve out there's some fine tuning to like adjust where the water level actually sits and that that's where i'm at right now is i'm trying to i'm trying to fine tune 
where I actually get to have the water level without it overflowing into that. Toilets are very intricate, man. I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's a good thing we're going to have a lot of pee breaks this episode for you since you've been drinking for a few hours now. I've been drinking for several hours. I'm, uh, I'm pretty toasty right now, actually. Uh, I am not. Hopefully. But I will, hopefully I will I be don't. there. Yeah, ho- we need to get you there, bud. Speaking of getting us there, let's get us over to wrestling because I have absolutely nothing else to talk about except our weekly recap right now. Let's go. All right. Let's start with Friday Night SmackDown. So on Friday night, we've got a couple more participants in the respective Money in the Bank ladder matches. We had Big E get added to the men's match, and Carmella and Liv Morgan get added to the women's match. And then this Friday, we're going to have a last man standing qualifier match between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. It looks like we're going to have a pretty good, two. I think two pretty good Money in the Bank ladder matches. Yeah, I think so too. Um, should be a lot of fun, especially the like Raw is has put a bunch of undeveloped guys and Drew McIntyre on on the Money in the Bank card. So I think that 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 could definitely be a good match because it's people that you've wanted to see excel and WWE just hasn't let it happen. You know? Yeah, I'm really excited. I actually didn't really enjoy the fact that. They had that last chance triple threat. Like, if I had to pick somebody from that match, I probably would have wanted to see AJ in the match over Drew McIntyre. Because I'm kind of getting tired of seeing him, like, everywhere. But, I mean, he is awesome. I just don't Uh, know, like, how he's going to be in a ladder match. Yeah, Drew McIntyre is probably just going to be the hard-hitting guy on the bottom of the ladder. Because he's not a high flyer, and I like seeing high flyers in, in ladder matches, you know? Like people jumping yeah, off exactly. ladders onto other people, something like that. So I think Ricochet is really going to excel. Uh, who else? Yeah, who else is in the match? That's, it's, that's, it's that was that Ricochet, is a sure Matt, fire Matt, pick. Yeah, Ricochet, Matt Riddle, Matt Riddle, like hitting a knee off the off the off the ladder is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Big E, maybe not. I think he'll have fun spots, but maybe like he's not, he's not, when I think ladder match, I don't think Big E. Uh, and then who else? Who else was on Raw no. and who else was on SmackDown? Uh, that's in the match like th- entirely? Yeah. Um, I think, so I think the, so the other people we've got right for the men's is like Ricochet, Riddle, Morrison, McIntyre, and Big E. And then Owens or Zayn will be in the match. And then yeah. women's, women's is Bliss, uh, Cross, Asuka, Naomi, Carmella, and Liv Morgan. Yeah. So in the men's Money in the Bank match, I couldn't think of Morrison at the time for some reason. But yeah, so it it, it should be like both matches look pretty good right now. Uh, I'd love to see so. Right now, based on who you see in the match, who do you want to win Money in the Bank? Biggie. And then Biggie. I honestly for the women's, don't know. I'm I'm pulling for Liv. I was gonna say like either her or Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross would be a a good choice, and you know will probably happen because she's almost a superhero. Yeah, I don't know if the whole superhero thing is like the look 
of the super like the superhero look along with the money in the bank briefcase i don't know how well it would work but i'm just a stupid guy that does a wrestling podcast so i don't really know anything well obviously you know something because they allowed you to have a podcast you know there are a lot of requirements there are so many requirements to actually have a podcast so literally zero requirements there is zero requirements no money except for the initial like equipment cost and then yeah that that's about it yeah but we're doing great i'm enjoying it having i'm enjoying a, it having, I, a, having an absolute blast every week we we may not have a lot of listeners but the people that do listen actually are enjoying it so and so we appre- and we appreciate you we do all of you yes every single three of you yeah <laughs> now i'm sure there are more than that right totally um <laughs> Edge, Edge is back. Absolutely, uh, Edge is back, and he's fighting Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship because SmackDown seems to have gone through all of their faces in WWE, or at well, least on SmackDown. Yeah, I think they also wanted like a big marquee match for the big paper or the first pay per view back with fans. But I mean, you're kind of right, like. They have gone through everyone, but like I also think they're trying to save a couple matchups. Like they're trying to save Reigns and Rollins for another time, where also like one of them has to be a face. Uh, Big E versus Reigns is getting saved, so I I think that's kind of like part of the reason why it's Edge versus Reigns right now. Yeah, the logical or like the illogical thing though about this is like he already pinned you. Yeah. So like. But, I mean, he is, like, what, an 11-time champion, so I don't really care. I love Edge. Yeah. I'm, Edge always, is, down, I'm always down to see an Edge match. Yeah, Edge is a good guy. We, we all like him here. Yeah. Um, other than that, did you see that um, Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch tied the knot? I did. I think it was, like, today. Uh, today or yesterday. I think it was yesterday because they released the tweet and they said Seth Rollins, congrats! Like Seth Rollins has announced that he's going to marry Becky Lynch today. And I did not read that tweet today. I read that tweet like yesterday. So, well then, con- congratulations to them. Yep. Uh, Longtime listeners, we appreciate you guys. Yeah, thank you, Seth. Thank you, Becky, for continuing to support this podcast. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Yeah, and congratulations. <laughs> congrats. I mean, I think we've talked about pretty much every match on SmackDown or every moment on SmackDown, with the exception of, like, the coronation. That happened this week, right? Yeah, we kind of talked through it last week. I mean... Oh, right, because we were watching SmackDown while we were recording last week, huh? Yeah. Other uh, like other than the money in the bank and, like, Edge coming back, not a whole lot of eventful stuff happened. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's a, that's about it. I would kind of say the same thing about AEW on Saturday. I think it was sort of a one-match show. What match? I mean, obviously the main event, Kenny Omega yeah. versus Jungle Boy. Uh, this When you went into this, everyone knew Kenny Omega is going to win. Uh, but the false finishes in the match, I feel like definitely were good enough to get a few people not not me i'm way too way too smart for that you're you're so smart they totally didn't get me at all (laughs) 
I totally at at zero at at no time thought Jungle Boy was gonna win. I'm way too smart to think that. <laughs> but damn, I was pulling for him. That was yeah. it was such a good match. Yeah, the, it was really it was really good. Yeah. Um, I also saw a picture. This doesn't really have to do with the match. I saw a picture. I think Saturday night or Sunday. Uh, that of him and Anna J together. I did not realize they were together. Anna J, the girl in the Dark Order. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, did not realize they were together. So good for them. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy for them. Uh, other than that, uh, so so one of the things that I that I I took away from tonight, it was or Saturday night I guess was the the proud and powerful right so santana and ortiz are obviously part of the inner circle and they've been a a tag team the entire time but once you get into a faction like that where you're not really competing for the other titles you you kind of forget that that as as a duo that they're they're kind of a team by themselves and this week when jesus christ his name uh, Conan came out to uh, Conan. Conan, yeah, Conan came out and he he started talking about proud and powerful, not including uh the rest of the inner circle. And Blanchard was obviously with Pinnacle and supporting FTR, but yeah, it's uh, it was it was kind of weird to see is that that it, like Conan was is obviously the manager for a subset of the inner circle, so it it'll be interesting to see if. If he, you know, kind of manages, which they don't need a manager because they have Chris Jericho. Yeah, I don't know if manager is the right word. I think he's just like, just around and friends with them. Yeah, I, well, he 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 has a very manager vibe for the two of them. And this, why is this, that, Joe? Because he talks very highly of them and and vibes them up. Not vibes them up, but like talks them up. Talks them up and that that's that's about it that's what managers do okay you know in I just, wrestling i just wanted to make sure that was your answer okay what do you think it what i it, 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 i don't, don't know i have no idea what it could have been that's the only answer i have okay that was good a, that, that was a weird little uh w- weird little experience there <laughs> he they they called like he called them his sons like i don't know what else you want from me bud this would be like really awkward if I like Googled it and I found out they're actually like in real life related. But I don't know. No, because no, in, in the promo, they, they said something to the effect of like their dads weren't around and then Conan like took them in kind of thing. Something like that. And now Conan's again hyping them up and that's, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the like the, the program that they're building with Proud and Powerful and FTR, like. The the FTR pinnacle stuff that's happened between those two teams has been it's been pretty good. I don't think that they've had like a legit tag team match yet. No, just, they, just between they the two teams. So I'm very excited for that. Yeah, it it should be good because again, since uh, since Inner Circle came around, uh, Santana and Ortiz. Oh, I got a little burps. Santana and Ortiz like haven't really competed in the tag team division so should be good should be good to see them like branch out a little bit but 
within the same feud that they've been in forever. You know? Yeah. I honestly didn't have a whole lot else for AEW. Mainly, I got I got nothing. It was mainly just the main event. Uh, so I kind of want to move into Monday Night Raw. Let's do it. And I thought we had another decent week of Raw. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, it started out with the with the battle over the top battle royal. I didn't um, pay attention to that. So so takeaways from that is Randy Orton wasn't around. Oh yeah, why was that? It, they haven't announced it at all. They just said due to things out of our control, Randy Orton's going to be here. So in order to fill the spot of the triple threat match, we're going to have an over the top battle royal, and that's when. Uh, that's when Riddle showed up and he's like, I'm going to fight on behalf of Randy. There was a stupid letter that, that he had. That's like, this is from Randy. And it was like, Aloha. This is Randy. I can't be there tonight, but I want Riddle to fight in my place. Aloha. And then they're (laughs) like, this is obviously from you Riddle. And he's like, no, no, no. And they're like, yeah, this is from you. And he's like, regardless, I think I should fight on Randy's behalf tonight because you know, I really disappointed them last week, and and that's how Riddle got entered into the match. Too. I do, I do remember that part. I specifically remember them being like them, him reading the letter to them, and them being like, "That doesn't make any sense." And he's like, "No, because like aloha means hello and goodbye." Yeah, like thinking that's the part to them yeah. that didn't make sense. Like a la a la Lilo and Stitch, you know? Yeah, that was good. Uh, but then Riddle Riddle won that battle royal. I do remember that. I thought we had a strong contender for match of the week, uh, right up until the end of the match between Ricochet and John Morrison. Yeah, that was a really good match. The spot at the end where Ricochet did a jumping crossbody off the ropes to the outside at that toward to the end of the match. He hits a crossbody on Morrison as Morrison is sitting on the barricade and they go over the barricade. It was insane. Yeah, that was and that was the end of the match. Uh, yeah, and they, then they went double count out. So yeah. that's probably the reason. I mean, that the I would say that doesn't win match of the week for me because of Jungle Boy and Omega, if you count that as this week. Sure. I would say... There's probably only like one other match that could probably contend with that. Okay, yeah. Which which uh I haven't talked about we haven't talked about yet. We'll get into it. Um well maybe two matches. But yeah. Kofi Kingston kinda yelled at MVP, cut a cut a cut a pretty awesome promo. Yeah. I mean, if if there's any other other indication that Kofi's ready for another run that he actually won't get, probably. I don't yeah, I don't think he's going to beat Lashley. I think that they're it's the same thing as SmackDown. They're just like kind of like uh like buying time until SummerSlam. Yeah, it's uh until you, you get to like your big headline matches. But 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 Kofi is ready for another run. Like that promo itself and the promos he's had in the last couple of weeks have have shown that he's ready. And unfortunately, just based on the time frame, I don't think he's going to get it. Oh yeah, I don't I don't think so either. Um yeah. What's going on with Dewdrop, dude? Uh I'm ready to I'm ready to just say that even Marie and Dewdrop are part of the WWE women's tag team division and just Oh, so we should so we shouldn't talk about it. And just not talk about them. Alright, fair enough. Other than the, that other than that, we just had the last chance triple threat, which 
We've already talked about Drew McIntyre won because he's in the money. He's now in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Yeah, I mean, a- any of these three guys, I I think I would have been equally excited to to see enter the Money in the Bank match. That being, I, if I had to pow- if I had to power rank, like I would have, I would rather see AJ and then Drew and then Randy Orton. Randy yeah. Orton's already won Money in the Bank. Yeah, so I don't uh, care. I don't. I, yeah, I I think I'd agree with those rankings. AJ. Then Randy and then Drew. I would also or, just, sorry, sorry, not that. Sorry, uh, AJ Drew and then Randy, like you said. I would also just never care to see someone who's already been a, a world champion in WWE. I feel like if you've already been a world champion, you should not be able to compete in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Well, if if that were true, then then Brock Lesnar never would have won. Yeah, and maybe your night when you were there at Money in the Bank that year wouldn't have been so shitty. It wasn't. It still was not a shitty night. I mean, yeah, but (laughs) that portion of it probably wasn't great. I was pretty fucking heated that Brock Lesnar showed up and won. But yeah, it was dumb. I remember watching it on TV. I was looking for you, and then there came Brock Lesnar, and I was upset. You know that you would have seen me on TV if I hadn't gone to the bathroom because I was doing what Joe does. P. Yeah, I was I was going pee after after the Bailey, the the Money in the Bank, the Women's Money in the Bank match, which Bailey won, uh, and she came out and she celebrated, and she she was like out on the on the chairs in the in the crowd section, and she she was in my section, like in the row in front of me, because my buddy Cameron was was like right behind the Bailey. And, and yeah, I, I went to the bathroom as soon as she took the, took the briefcase off and I, I totally missed Bailey being like one or two rows in front of me and I would have been on TV. Wow. <laughs> so I've learned my lesson cause that's the, actually the second time that's happened to me. Remember when you fisted Randy Orton? Whoa. Fist bumped. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. Right. I mean, you said fisted. Not everyone knows what that, not everyone knows that. Fisted means fist bump. Yeah. So when we went to a live event out at, live event out in Hawaii, Dylan, uh, like Randy Orton was a face at the time, and he came around and he like fist bumped and high fived a bunch of people, and we were pretty much in the front row of that live event, and uh, Dylan fisted Randy Orton, and then he gave him a fist bump. There was just a fist bump. Oh, okay. That was it. You you said I fisted Randy Orton, so I just yeah, because got that means because between our group of friends, that just means fist bump. Okay, but it's okay. funny because they're saying fisted. Okay, so see, see, maybe that's a disconnect that I had because I thought you had literally fisted Randy Orton. There's a zero percent chance you ever actually thought that. No way of knowing, really. Okay, uh, let's get let's get into NXT. Dewey just texted us and was like, "How much longer are you gonna be?" So he's getting a little antsy. It sounds like he's getting a little bitchy for sure. Oh yeah, and that's Dewey for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, NXT, we've got. It looks like, um, oh yeah, they start. So they started with the uh, women's tag team triple threat number one contender match, which Io Shirai and Zoe Stark won. Yeah, quite a surprise there for me. Um, I think also like they're just kind of waiting to build up another legit team, right? So this is going to happen next week at Great American Bash, which is looking like a fucking stacked card. By the yes. way, so right now on Great American Bash, we have the women's tag teams, the men's tag team, uh, 
let's see the cruiserweight no not the cruiserweight championship what cole, else what else? cole and o'reilly too oh yeah and then there's a fourth match announced right now too yeah i don't remember what it is huh hold on i don't remember what it is right now either. oh uh, oh it's the it's the, it's Cameron the Grimes, mil- Cameron million Grimes. dollar man yep said at the same time maybe a little bit before you yeah he yeah yeah, and that's going to be a rematch for the million dollar championship. Speaking of that, what do you think of the whole stipulation of so Cameron Grimes challenged LA Knight next week for the million dollar championship and at first he said no and then he was like, "Well, actually my car didn't get detailed on time last week and my house is a wreck and I could really use a butler." Where do you see this going? Like what who's coming out on top next week? Uh so this is not my official prediction. We're not doing predictions. Uh, but uh, honestly, right now, I see Cameron Grimes kind of picking up the win here. Yeah, you see, I think it's a better story. We'll get better like segments, especially like uh, like pre-taped segments. If Cameron Grimes loses to LA Knight and we get all the segments of him being his butler and him but- just like tormenting him for weeks on, on end. And then eventually we get a big payoff at like SummerSlam or something. Yeah, definitely could happen. Or SummerSlam, uh, SummerSlam takeover. I, I've considered both the options, but I, I just, I just don't know with the whole Butler thing. You know, uh, the thing I thought about during this when he he announced the whole Butler thing was, you and I kind of just saw a similar storyline. It ended way more dark than this storyline can. Remember the the Brian Pillman Jr. and the Gold Dust match where if Brian Brian Pillman Jr. won, Brian then, Pillman, just Brian Pillman. Oh yeah, sorry, I keep saying Jr. because I'm thinking about AEW. But yeah, if Brian Pillman won, then uh, then Gold Dust's wife would would be his servant. Yeah. So that's kind of right now we're kind of dealing with a recycled storyline here but done a little bit differently yeah i think you're you're getting it all wrong here because it's a recycled storyline from ted dibiase in the 80s when he had uh virgil actually be his servant because he lost to him in a match huh yeah i haven't watched 80s wrestling so neither have i i just know that that happens and then eventually they had a big payoff where virgil turned on him and it was huge virgil just never panned out but okay all right well it seems like this storyline's been recycled a couple times then yeah which never happens in wrestling so always happens in wrestling uh we have the announcement that the nxt breakout tournament is coming back in two weeks which is exciting they they mentioned a lot like during the show like um cameron grimes is part of that um boa the guy that's in uh tian shah with Zia Lee, he was in that breakout tournament. Um, who else? Dexter Loomis, Bronson Reed, and Isaiah Swerve Scott were all in that tournament. Yeah, that's that's true. And look where uh, they are now. I, I remember that tournament pretty well, actually. I don't. I actually never. It was at a time where I wasn't watching a whole lot of wrestling. I think I think I was actually underway for the tournament, and like when I came back, I tried to catch up on a bunch of wrestling and then I just never ended up watching that. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I I feel like I watched in Hawaii, which means you wouldn't have been underway, but there realistically I, I, I don't remember exactly when it happened. They said it happened two years ago, which pretty much lines up 
with with you being underway and me me not being there anymore but well because i i distinctly remember like getting back to watching nxt and being like who the fuck is dexter loomis oh all right so maybe that's maybe that was the timeline and i just don't remember exactly yeah i i was i was lost i had no idea who these people were okay yeah that makes sense then but yeah um speaking of some of those guys that were in that tournament we have a new nxt north american champion joe isaiah swerve scott takes down bronson reed which which i saw coming as soon as they have announced the match but i don't know i yeah yeah as soon as they announced the match like isaiah swerve or swerve scott was it's like definitely on the up and up kind of thing where where he has a new faction by himself and bronson reed is just kind of by himself yeah i I saw it coming that like they've been they've been building up his faction whose name escapes me right now hit row hit row yeah they've been building up hit row for a couple weeks now so i kind of saw it coming right away huh i mean i was enjoying like the build up for them i just didn't think it would happen this soon Mm mm-hmm yeah, so I don't know what's next for Bronson, honestly. Well, we've uh, we've got a listener question about that, so don't you worry. All right, cool. I'm glad. I'm excited to answer it then. Uh, uh-huh. So, so what do you think about Johnny Gargano and Karrion Cross? Cross is gonna crush him. He's gonna squash yeah. him. I agree, but is is Johnny Gargano a full fledged face now? I don't know because so they were cheering him. Uh, when they were in the ring, and then when Johnny attacked him out in the parking lot, they were they were booing him. So I I honestly have no idea. I don't either. And then and then like after Johnny attacked him in the parking lot, you know Samoa Joe kind of drags Johnny back into the performance center as as Karrion drives away. So I'm I also don't know like the outcome of that bedlam. You know, bedlam. <laughs> Was that was that pretty much NXT? There was uh, other stuff. There, Diamond Mine was back. Yeah, Roderick Strong won a match pretty easily. Uh, I think that's just going to continue to build up in the next few weeks, and we'll see where that goes. There's a lot of talk online about Adam Cole versus Samoa Joe eventually, which I really hope happens. Yeah, yeah. Samoa Joe back in the ring would be awesome. But that is uh, that is pretty much all I've got for the weekly recap there. Yeah, that's that's all I got as well. So, we're going to get into our retro beer ratings now for Bad Blood in Your House. And this was this was quite the show. Yeah, um this show I I didn't I didn't add up all the beers just yet, but this show kind of got me. It was 15 point something. Yeah. It got me. Um, I added them up yesterday. I thought I wrote it down, but I did not write it down. Yeah. Um, but they started the pay-per-view with uh, just announcing that Brian Pillman died. <laughs> yeah. Just right off, right out of the gates. And then, you, like, through the, know, first, through the first couple matches, they were, like, trying to, like, explain, like, what happened and, like, talking about how there wasn't foul play or whatnot. But. Yeah, one one of one of the matches that I or one of the things I wrote in my notes was uh after the first match they they kind of cut to the commentary team and you know they they were kind of talking about the fact that Brian Pillman had passed away and it almost seemed like Vince McMahon was going to show emotion like he was getting a little choked up uh but then he he like 
powered through it, I guess. So what I wrote was... Or he just doesn't care. Well, what I wrote was Vince hides emotion, kind of breaks a little bit. All right, so the first match we had was the Nation of Domination versus the Legion of Doom. Uh, this was this was a handicap match, right? Yeah, so uh, who was it? Ken Shamrock was supposed to be joining the Legion of Doom tonight. That's right. On, that's right. Yep. And then Cam, Ken Shamrock was injured, so LOD entered just the two of them. And and then, yeah, they faced off against The Rock, D'Lo Brown, and The Godfather, which I forget what The Godfather's name was back then. Uh, this was a decent match. The crowd was... Super hot for LOD, and it got a beer and a half. Yeah, I, I, I got a beer and a half as well. Yay. Uh, Kama Mustafa? That sounds right, yeah, Mustafa. Yeah. Yep, and then the, the Nation of Domination wins after The Rock hits a rock bottom, before it was called The Rock Bottom. What was it called? What did they call their move? They didn't. I don't think they called it anything. But they did. They certainly did not say rock bottom. Rock bottom. Yeah. Um. Pretty good match, right? Yeah. It was. It was pretty alright. So. So. Something I want to say about this match is, or this card in general is, holy shit, tag team matches. Yeah. There yeah. was. There were so many. There were. There were what three or four tag team matches. Uh. Let's see. There was yeah, that four, one. There was, there was four. the next one, and then there was the one after that. No, there was five. There was five. Oh yeah, because the Max Mini and yeah the the next match. Yep. And then so. and then the tag team titles and then uh, the eight man tag match, the flag match, and yeah yeah there were five tag matches here. Yeah. So the the next match was another tag match, like we just said. Uh, Max Mini and Nova versus Mosaic and Tarantula. I have another Jerry Lawler quote here. He says Max Mini looks better on the Lucky Charms box. <laughs> he had, I uh, so I didn't write down any any specific specific quotes from this match, but I did write, "How is King not fired?" Yeah, uh, well, because '90s wrestling. So, so like some of the stuff that I specifically remember is you know he he kept on making he he kept on making kind of jokes, and then Vince tried to stop him. And then he asked to be let let loose because he just wanted to talk shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like these matches though, like the the other Max Mini matching and plus this one, like these guys fucking bring it. Yeah, they are incredible. They're like, awesome. Really good. So much fun to watch. I did write that I wish that there was a little referee. <laughs> I thought like the, I mean the entertainment value would be even better. But like the ref had to like get on a knee to talk to them. Like yeah. when, when they would put him put each other in like a submission move, he would like get down on one knee and like still be just like obviously the same height. Yeah, yeah. So so something about this match is th they started talking about alternate rules in like traditional lucha libre wrestling that the that didn't necessarily hold true in in the wrestling that we watch or the nineties or the. Yeah, the wrestling we watched today or the 90s wrestling was that apparently in tag team matches, if the other opponent is out of the ring, the, the non-legal opponent can come in and just hit whatever move he, he, wants to, he wants to hit. No, it's like if your partner is outside the ring, you can just come in and you're now the legal teammate. Was that it? Yeah. Yeah, because 
That, that yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it, at first, did not make any sense to me, but then you know, yeah, then they I started to, to catch on. Yeah, when they first did it without explaining it, I was like, "What the fuck is going on right now?" There was no tag there. Am I supposed to drink? What am I supposed to do? Yeah, and then I just they, I just didn't drink for them. They 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 kind of mentioned like uh, how Mike Chioda didn't didn't really know what to do in the situation, but those were the rules they were playing by. You know. Yeah, it's those. It's like <laughs> when when that happened, I was like, do I drink? Do I not drink? I just decided not to drink. And then the other times where I would get really confused in these '90s wrestling matches because it happens a lot more is the tags that happen behind the referee's back. That the ref doesn't see. That the ref doesn't see. Exactly, dude. Like, I, and then I, he's I, like, and then he's like, "No, get out of the ring." And I'm like, "Yeah, that I, that that's I just, something I, I." I just, I'm just like, "Oh fuck, what am I supposed to do?" So, so we drink for tags, not changes of opponent. That's what I have to say to that. All right then. Uh, but but I was thinking the exact same thing because. I realized that this this match was there was a tag that the ref didn't see and they were like oh no get out of the ring kind of thing and it wasn't it obviously wasn't the match that we were just talking about but it was it was like there was a tag that the ref didn't see and then he pushes the the guy that just tagged in out and he's like because the ref didn't see it and that that's happened like two or three uh two or three matches or pay-per-views in a row yeah, is is the ref just doesn't see tags? So I don't know how often that the ref didn't see tags back in the '90s, but if this is any example, it's pretty fucking often. Yeah, uh, this match got three quarters of a beer. Uh, as we move on to the next match, another tag team match: the Godwins versus the Headbangers. I have three Jerry Lawler quotes for this one. Oh damn! Uh, he just started talking about like uh, he just started doing like Jeff Foxworthy things. Mm-hmm. But talking about the Godwin, the Godwins, he said, "If you drove to elementary school, you might be a Godwin. <laughs> if you got odor eaters as a Christmas present, you might be a Godwin. And if you think people with electricity are uppity, you might be a Godwin." <laughs> uppity, that's a good one. Uh, but the the Godwins end up picking up the win. This was I didn't even mention for the WWF Tag Team Championships. We got some new champs. New yeah, champs the, back the in God- 1997. Yeah, the Godwins. The Godwins are the new champs, and I don't think you mentioned how many beers we had for this match. I had one and a half. I had two. Ooh, I must have missed a couple tags. Yeah, I uh, hand up as usual. Did not drink for this match, or oh uh, sorry, God. did not drink for this pay per view. What What do you want from me, man? I. I have to get up so fucking early. Sometimes I'm watching this in the morning because I get so tired at night. So I, I, and then I end up waking up a little bit too early. So I was watching it in the morning before I even was supposed to leave for work. And I'm just keeping tallies. So, you know, you know what I want from you, Dylan? Do you know to what be I better? Want? To be better. No, this, I want. I'm, I'm drinking a beer right now. Drinking these UFO peach beers. All right. They're All very right. they're quite peachy. Peachy. Almost done with number three. I I've been uh I, I I've noticed that, you know, when I get way too drunk for these, we it, it just goes off the rails a little bit. 
Yeah, I might I might be a little too drunk for this episode tonight. We we can't both be hammered like we were in like episodes one through <laughs> four, or else the episodes just end up going way too long. We get way off track. Sometimes it's funny, most of the time it's not. <laughs> so you know, sometimes it's just for the best. Uh, yeah, sometimes it's for the best. You're right. Um, tonight it's my turn to be just way too drunk. There you go. I think it's just better if you know we have. Uh, a buzzed dude and then a hammered dude and then that's what makes us the drunk dudes we we kind of average out we average out to just be drunk yeah exactly that i didn't have anything else for that other match no me neither it's it was yeah. it was really just a generic tag team match then we had owen hart versus farouk for the vacant intercontinental championship because stone cold after like two or three pay-per-views now finally decided to give up his belt. Uh, the crowd fucking hated both of these guys. Yeah, both of them, like, at this point, sucked. Well, they, the yeah, they were they were both heels, which is like, how and why was this match booked? Didn't make any sense. Like, have the guy that you want to be your Intercontinental Champion in the match and then put him against a good guy. Yeah. Didn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, but all in all, all right match, right? Yeah, it, it was good. Uh, I didn't really understand the ending though, where like Austin, so Austin came out obviously. So we, we did get a pop for Austin and then at the end of the match, he ends up hitting Farouk with the belt or yeah, with the belt, with the belt. Yeah. And allowing Owen Hart to pick up the win. The guy that almost broke his neck. Didn't yeah. really make a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah, and they and they keep on mentioning like, oh, Stone Cold definitely isn't friends with with Owen Hart. What's going on here? We don't know. And that and that's the thing about watching these pay per views is obviously we watch them a couple weeks apart, so we don't really have an explanation for why some things happen. You yeah. know, and they don't do. I will say, today's wrestling does a really good job of reminding you what's happened in the past weeks, let alone on an episode of Raw, they'll tell you what happened on that exact night like five times. You know, because we're stupid. Um, but but the, the 90s wrestling, they don't do a great job of recapping what happened, like building up to the match. So, so, so like I, for... Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Keep on talking. Sorry. I was going to say, for I, someone I like me... about the pay-per-view. That, I was going to say, for someone like me that didn't watch... A whole lot of Raw in 1997. I don't remember, like, what's happening in between most of these pay-per-views. Yeah, I was I was pretty young in '97, so even if I did watch Raw, then I I wouldn't remember it. Yeah, exactly. Um, here's my question: Was there a Hall of Fame ceremony in this pay-per-view? No. So there was there. So I was. I told you I was changing out my toilet. My toilet flush valve. Uh, so I I kind of used the non wrestling time to to go and do do some chores, and I I was in the bathroom and I was hearing it and they they announced Terry Funk and uh, Gerald Briscoe and some other Briscoe and some other. Oh funk. oh, I know what it was now. So they were in St. Louis and they were like. Uh, so the pay per view was in St. Louis. And they were just celebrating like the St. Louis wrestling greats. Okay, so that so that's it. what happened. So it's it like from from a little far away where I couldn't hear hear as much. 
I thought it was a Hall of Fame ceremony. And I was like, in your house, Hall of Fame ceremony? Like, that's that's kind of weird. But nah, also, dog. Okay, St. Louis greats wrestling. I got gotcha. you. Yup. Uh, next, we had another tag team match between the, once again, between the Disciples of the Apocalypse and the Bariquas. And the crowd wanted absolutely no part of this. Yeah, I, di- I didn't even... Oh, wait, write- wait, 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 wait. The last match got a beer and a quarter. Yeah, that's that's what I had. Sweet. But uh, yeah, y- the, yeah, for the- this, I didn't even write Bariquas versus Legends or Disciples of the Apocalypse. I just wrote Race War Part 4. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's literally all this is. Um, the Disciples of the Apocalypse won this match. It was really a nothing match. I think this match and the Max Mini match were filler for the match that was supposed to happen between Dude Love and Brian Pillman on this night. Uh, so they just kind of filled time. There's really, like it, like I said, it was just a nothing match. Uh, the Silent Killer, though, the tag rule, helps get this match two beers. Yeah, it was it was pretty wild. Uh, it was. I mean, it was four on four, so... Yeah. It was an eight. It was an eight-man tag team match. So there, there were a that lot. Def, of, that definitely helps. There were a lot of tags. There was a lot of uh, things. There was a lot of non-legal competitors also hitting the legal competitor, which isn't necessarily a drink, but I, I thought that it was was of note. Like sure. the ref just didn't give a fuck. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, that that was a match that happened. The next match was a flag match that was also a tag team match. Yeah, it was it was a tag team match. There was definitely tags. Uh, a flag match, usually the winner wins by capturing the flag, basically. You know, the, the game we all played from 5 to 16 years old or whatever, however long you played that game. Love, love capture the flag. Capture the flag is great. We should, we should have a, a round of capture the flag. No, I'm way too out of shape for that. <laughs> yeah, but 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 capture the flag was great, and flag matches, even though they don't happen very often, they're usually usually the rules are uh, you get the flag uh, and then hold it up or whatever. But in this match, since it was a tag match, the the winner of the match could be determined by capturing the flag pinfall or submission, which is actually what we ended up seeing in in this match. Well, yeah, because so. I don't think I've even announced yet, but we had the Hart Fo- or two members of the Hart Foundation. We had Bret Hart and British Bulldog versus the Patriot and Vader. So I think they changed this up mostly because Vader and Patriot were pretty banged up, as w- at least what they are saying. And Vader definitely did not have the ability to jump up and grab the flag. Yeah, but he hit a couple Vader bombs and he climbed the ropes a couple times. He went for a moonsault and landed on his fucking feet. I was amazed. Yeah, it was it was an extremely physical match, um, and for this I have two and three quarter beers. I had Jesus, Joe. I had three and a quarter. Okay, we're a little off on that then. Maybe I was getting a little drunk. I'm doing tallies, which is the tally system for me is fourteen sips for a beer. Okay, I was do I was probably closer to the the twelve beers or twelve sips for beer because I that I, would mean that would mean you're drinking more. Oh. Never mind. So I so guess you're, just, so you're taking bitch sips at this point. Well, I probably missed tags because it was pretty easy to miss tags because there was a lot going on. Yeah, I mean that's that's where sober me watching these comes into play. I don't really miss anything. 
What what was this the match where Oh, also, I you probably missed a bunch in the beginning. We didn't even talk about this, but before the match begins, these guys just start brawling on the outside of the ring. Oh, the weapon use. Yeah. Yeah, they're all like so it's like I think Vader and Bret Hart are over by the commentary table and then Bulldog and Patriot are out by the entrance ramp and the cameras keep cutting back and forth so like when something happens like they they were a little bit late to cut the camera over to the other guys and yeah. sometimes you might have missed something if you didn't like I, I would drink if I fucking heard a chair shot or if I heard someone getting thrown into the barricade yeah so I, that, just, that, I just knew it happened that's probably what happened I was drinking for the for the weapon use before the match even started but that's probably what happened is during that time I was like was that was that a uh was that a weapon use or is that the same weapon use or something like that? Cause it, it was, it was wild. It was wild in the beginning, but yeah. So you had three and a quarters, a three and a quarter beers. Yeah. And then uh team Canada ends up winning this. Yeah. Also the other thing is like British bulldog fighting for team Canada. Just, just like your name is the British bulldog, but it's whatever. Yeah. Not, not. So one of the things I carried away from this is, you know, I was brought up and there was like a certain level of like, oh, the flag, you shouldn't let the flag hit the ground and something like this or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they didn't give a fuck and about that. And there was absolutely no fucks given. <laughs> yeah. After the match, Bret Hart throws the American flag just on the ground ahead of him as he's walking uh, to the back. Yeah, you probably wouldn't have gotten away with that after 2001. No, 0%. <laughs> All right, uh, let's wrap up here. The first ever Hell in a Cell match, Joe, between Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. I don't think I've ever actually, until I watched this, I don't think I'd ever actually watched this match in full. Yeah, I've obviously, I've, I've, I've obviously seen the clips, the famous clip of Kane's debut here. Yeah. You know, That's gotta be Kane. Yeah. So the the first match I the first Hell in a Cell match I I remember is obviously the the infamous Mick Foley versus Undertaker Hell in a Cell match which we just had the anniversary of recently. Uh, yeah. That's the that's the first Hell in a Cell match I actually remember watching in full. So I'm excited to get to that one. We're we're probably less than ten pay per views away from that. You think so? I mean, it's next year King of the Ring, so. Yeah, what is that like? Uh, June of two thousand ninety-eight, and we're you mean in nineteen ninety-eight. Yeah, two thousand ninety-eight hasn't happened yet. Good, Joe. That's very good. <laughs> good job, yeah. bud. <laughs> yeah. So nineteen ninety-eight, uh, and we're probably in October or November right now. Uh, yeah. This is October. Yeah, October of of ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Yep. So, so so yeah, we're probably about ten episodes out, and we're on I'm, episode thirteen right now. So I'm interested. We'll, I'm interested to hear how many beers you got in this match because the way that the tallies, the way that when I was doing tallies on drinks, uh, it just so happened there was two finish your beers in this match. Obviously, uh, there was some blood also from Shawn Michaels. We had the finish your beer for the Spanish announce table breaking, and then obviously the finish your beer for the debut of Kane. Uh, both of them happened very early in, uh, tally marks for like starting a beer for me. So I immediately tallied up an entire beer. So I'm interested to see how many beers you got for this match. 
five. Oh, we were pretty close then. I got five and a half. Yeah. Uh, whatever that adds up to, that's how can, many beers this pay-per-view was. If, if, if I can put a disclaimer out here on this match, uh, I was setting up my laptop. I was hooking up my microphone, and, and that was in a different room. So, uh, This pay-per-view got 15 and a quarter beers. Yeah, which is actually a really good if you want to get drunk and you're especially if you're not one of the drunk dudes uh or the associates of the drunk dudes uh that'll get you pretty pretty good yeah this is this is one of those ones that's gonna that'll get you fucked up for sure yeah absolutely i'm pretty sure uh i think this is number three i don't have the the rankings up right now and i haven't put it in the database yet but uh, yeah, just, I'm, pretty, just off. I'm pretty sure Hell in a Cell last week got us got slightly more, right? I think we said 15 and three quarters last week. Yeah, and then obviously uh, duh, double or nothing. Duh, yeah, double or nothing, getting nearly 28 beers. Ugh, woof. Yeah. So, so yeah, that that sounds about third place. But again, without looking at the records, I can't I can't positively say that was. I'm pretty number. sure it's number. Pretty sure it's number three. Uh, also, I'm pretty so. Also, Shawn Michaels and Undertaker five and a half beers that ties it with the uh, blood and guts match for ties it for third all time. Yeah, just behind Stadium Stampede and the McIntyre Lashley match. Yeah, so pretty 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 good guys. Yeah, awesome awesome match. Uh, pretty good pay per view. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed I, I, I enjoyed most everything I saw, except for the matches that the crowd had no interest in. Yeah, if we weren't watching a pay-per-view for for the pod and we just were looking for a pay-per-view to watch, I I, I would 100% seek out this Hell in a Cell match. Definitely the Hell in a Cell match. Maybe not so much of the other matches because it kind of seems like they were just trying to pull it together after the 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 Brian Pillman death. Yeah. But it, not bad. I would definitely watch that that, that uh Max Mini match again. I honestly would too. I would watch very entertaining. Like both Max mini matches I've watched, I would watch again because they are they are a lot of fun. Yeah, like and just quality wrestling. So, well, all right then. Uh, I believe it's time for some listener questions. Then should we should we wait? Should we ask the listener questions to Dewey as well? Should we get get him in, do the draft, and then ask him the listener questions? I think he he. Dewey's pretty, pretty. Dewey's pretty fun. All right. He might. I'll, he might have some good answers. I'll text him. All right. Cool. All right. We now welcome on a very, very special guest. Our, our. It's our good friend, the drunk dudes talking wrestling champion himself, Dewey. God damn it, Raven. <laughs> Nice. You're the fucking worst, Raven. That that is so Raven. That's so Raven. Is the best I can see. Dewey, say hi to the people. Hi, hi, people. Thanks for having me back. Uh, first time ever DDT champion here. I think the first last time I've been here was WrestleMania episode, which was episode zero. No, it's episode one. one. No, was it episode zero? Who cares? Numbers. Yeah, either uh, way. Either way. Uh, 
Let's uh, get into some listener questions. Yeah, exactly. So right before we were about to get into listener questions, Joe said, let's invite Dewey on. He's probably got some great answers for these questions. So uh, Dewey, I'm sure you're a weekly listener, so I'm sure you know exactly how this goes. Absolutely. Uh, So we're going to start with some questions that I got asked from people that we know and then uh, as I've started last week, I've got some uh, thought-provoking questions, and I'm just going down a list of thought-provoking questions that I've written down. So we are going to start with a question from our good friend at work, CJ. <clears throat> we'll, we'll start with you, Dewey. Uh, who would win in a triple threat match? Dude Love, Mankind, or Cactus Jack? I'm going to go with Mankind here. Just the amount of craziness that he's done in his career. He would just do anything to win unless Fitz McMahon screws him behind the scenes. That's the only way that mankind loses is if Fitz McMahon, if he pissed off Vince McMahon earlier this week doing whatever, but mankind takes it. Joe, you're Joe, your rebuttal. Cactus Jack. Cactus Jack is the most dominant version of Mick Foley. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, he so so dude love like if you actually watch dude love as he progresses, he's he's actually a really emotional character and but definitely takes but definitely would take the pin in that match. Yeah, would definitely take the pin, you know, just just the matches we've watched recently, like he, he continues to take the pin against Hunter until until he he was secretly dude love in in or sorry, uh, yeah, dude love in in. In mankind clothing, he so. definitely he definitely got the last laugh in that match that he was supposed to have against Brian Pillman, though. Ooh. <laughs> so, Dewey, this is our Brian Pillman tribute show. Brian Pillman died the the morning of this the pay per view that we're discussing tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was supposed our- to he was supposed to face Dude Love. Yeah. Oh, bummer. So, so I would say Cactus Jack would 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 definitely win with dude love to or sorry cactus jack would would definitely win and then mankind would take the pin oh you're saying mankind would take the pin yeah all right then all right next question so joe this kind of gets into what we were talking about earlier uh this is from chad uh with bronson reed's loss is it a guarantee that he is getting drafted chad says that the rumor mill has it that him and carrying cross are moving up in uh in the fall for the draft so that's what i was thinking i so i don't know if it's a guarantee that bronson reed gets drafted but i think that at the whatever the SummerSlam nxt pay-per-view is carrying cross could lose the title and and then he gets drafted like immediately after which is the september draft which dewey we're hoping to be at dewey i don't think i told you the september 3rd smackdown is in Jack. Well, you knew about that, right? The yeah. September, the September third SmackDown is in Jacksonville. The draft is happening that night. Sounds like I'm blacking out that night. Yeah. What is what is that that you're drinking? Uh, we got a new wine fridge, so I stocked up on like I bought. I went to Total Wine yesterday, and I got 15 bottles of wine to fill the fridge. So I'm just drinking wine for days now. All right. It's a nice well, Pinot Grigio. I think. It sounds like you're going to have to stock the fridge again soon. Yeah, probably in a week or 15 days. Yeah, I think the last time wine was drank 
was at least talked about on this podcast was the literally throwing up Joe, right? Literally the first episode when Joe said he threw up because he drank wine and then we started drinking beers uh, before recording. Yeah. Amateur hour. That was the zeroth episode. Yeah. The zeroth. Um, yeah, um, but, I, but, I, I agree with you. I think that they're both going to get called up. I, yeah. I mean, it'd be cool. Um, do you've changed. How I changed back when you and I lived together, we drank boxed wine, you know, we enjoyed it. it was, uh, there were four bottles of wine in one box. It cost us like 15 to $20. I can't fit boxes in the fridge. You've changed. That's just a travesty. Yeah, I mean, I could, but then it, it would hold less. I don't know. What is is that a fridge for ants? Ants and wine. Yep. <laughs> ants, ants, and ants, wine for... ants and bottled wine. It has to be it, wine with an asterisk. And I asterisk. also we also got uh, I also got three bottles of champagne. You know, so doing mimosas. Maybe maybe just popping bottles. Who knows? Hmm. As long as long as you keep it just wine in that fridge and not cheese, I think you should be all right in your. Now we have a cheese fridge called the regular fridge. Oh, so, so there is still cheese and wine in your life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I totally just forgot that you said that the wine is in a wine fridge. Yeah. Box wine does not fit in a wine fridge. Nah. It's four bottles. I, I understand that. But what I'm saying is old Dewey didn't even need a wine fridge. You know, mm, dude. It's pretty classy. It's pretty awesome. I have a wine yeah. fridge. That's literally where I, I keep. That's literally where I keep all my beers. My parents bought it for me. <laughs> it's like I can't complain. Oh, Craig. All right. Last question before we get to the draft. Uh, this is one of my thought-provoking slash theoretical slash. I don't know what else. What else questions? Do you guys think dogs think that delivery drivers are our owners since they bring us food? No. No. No, not a chance. I don't even think Raven realizes that that they're bringing me food. I think she just sees it as another person who's knocking on the door and that she immediately wants to see. And then she barks. And then all of a sudden I have food and she doesn't care about that person anymore. I think once the dog sees the food, it forgot how they got there. Mm, that's a good point. I didn't think of it that way. How well, did you think about it, Dylan? I don't know. Like, I kind of thought... I didn't think immediate no, like you guys answered. I, I didn't. I also didn't think immediate yes. I, I guess I thought like, I don't know, maybe. It sounds like something they could do. Speaking of uh, food deliveries, though, have you been blacklisted from any other delivery places at your new house since you got blacklisted by Pizza Hut out in Hawaii? I, did, I didn't get blacklisted, Dewey. They just stopped delivering to my, to my area. Yeah, sounds a- like after you moved there. Yeah. <laughs> Like no. you started there, they started delivering to you, and then they stopped delivering well, to you. Pizza Hut delivers to my house again, but I don't really get Pizza Hut anymore. We've got a local pizza place that we get it from. Shout out Paisanos. It's delicious. Uh, funny enough, Pizza Hut does not deliver to my neighborhood at all. Ha. How's it feel, motherfucker? Fine. I have a Domino's even closer. Ew, Domino's compared Pizza Hut's way better than Domino's. I don't get pizza from Domino's. I get I get the, the subs. Oh, that's, that's a, yeah, that's a, so, under- that, honestly, same. I get the chicken parm every time. Oh, yeah. that's good. It's good. The, yeah. the, the toasted, toasted bread is good. Chicken parm is my shit. I love it. I'm a, uh, more recently, I'm a bigger fan of, of frozen pizzas in the oven than, than, nah. no, 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 shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. 
than like Pizza Hut, Domino's, or like Papa John's or something like that. I'm a bigger fan of of the frozen pizzas in the oven. Obviously, no, no. All right, you're an ass. You're an ass, Dewey. Dylan, you're okay. <laughs> ass, Dewey. Yeah, the- I literally, I, I'm agreeing with Dewey, but yeah. yeah. Thanks, cool. Joe. All right. Dewey's, Dewey's re-upped on some wine here. Just took a little break. Uh, we are going to get into our first ever Drunk Dudes Draft. Like I said, I'm coining, I'm coining Triple D. No one else has coined that ever in the world. Uh, not even anyone on TV, specifically on the Food Network. Boobs? Have boobs coined Triple Ds? Is that a thing? Grow up. Yeah, grow up, Dewey. I know there's double Ds. Is there I was talking. I was talking about Guy Fieri because he has diners, drive-ins, and dives. Literally Fuck calls Guy it. Fieri. Literally calls it drip triple D. Oh. Anyways, boobs though. So <laughs> Jesus. All right. This is why we don't have Dewey on weekly. All he wants to do is talk about boobs. Anyways, we're gonna. So what? What this is going to be? Yes, this is definitely a fucking copy off of uh, a lot of other podcasts that do these types of segments. Do I care? No, because I think it's great content. It'll probably be really contentious for some of these. I don't know if this one's going to get very contentious, but we'll see. We're doing a Hawaii-themed draft. What this is, we're doing a snake draft. It's going to be five rounds. Not every snake draft we do is going to have categories associated with it. Uh, This one is. There's going to be five categories. You have to pick one thing from each category. It's obviously going to be five rounds. It's going to snake around. The categories for the Hawaii Drunk Dudes Draft, you're going to have to pick one beer, one bar, one restaurant, one food item, and one attraction. Dewey is looking around like he is, like he has not prepared for this at all. Oh, no. And remember, if something gets picked, it's off the board, obviously. So, Dewey, I hope you're prepared for that. Uh, Dewey, you are the uh, you're the newcomer here, so I'm going to let you pick the order of the draft. Uh, are the rounds are the number of the rounds the order that you named them off in? No, you can pick anything whenever you want. Oh, oh, so it's not like we're not doing a round of beers and then we're doing a round of attractions. Just correct. Oh, uh, okay. Well, it doesn't matter really. It's your show. You can start it off and kick this first. Uh, that's First. literally that's literally the opposite of what we just said. We yeah, but I but I'm the champ, so what I say goes. So. Okay, so you're picking me to go first? Yes. Okay, who's second? Joe. All right, and then Dewey's gonna round us off at third. Um, yep. All right, then let's get this thing underway. I feel like there's a very obvious one one here that I kind of need to pick. It's not the best of its category in Hawaii, but if, if I didn't pick it, one of you definitely will. So I'm going to start with my bar and I'm very obviously going to go with Smith's union bar. See, see, that's where I get confused. I don't know how that that's not the best one. That's literally where we all grew as friends. We spent almost every night there. That is where I met my girlfriend. That's also where I met Lulu, your girlfriend. Yep. I think I introduced you to Lulu. It could be a classic, classic story there that we could tell another time. Uh, But yeah, I mean, if there was obviously one thing I could change about Smith's Union Bar, it would be, I mean, toward the tail end of our time in Hawaii, where 
it was almost unbearable to walk into because it smelled like piss. It but you know what? Smell like piss. That's right. You picked a number one piss smelling bar. It had character though. It had character. It did. And and that's where we met Corey. And that's where we met Tammy. And mm-hmm. and a lot of homeless people. And so many homeless people. The wheelchair lady. The wheelchair lady every <laughs> oh night. Oh my god, the, the wheelchair the, lady. The weir- the wheelchair lady. Uh yeah, Smith's just had fucking character, man. Like Andy, the the karaoke guy, was there for a long time, uh, and he he was awesome oh, at karaoke. Andy was but, good, yeah. But but once he left, the karaoke fucking went downhill fast. Yeah. And once Tammy left Smith's, the karaoke went down. Yeah, I just want to mention that I'm picking like Smith's Union Bar, like good Smith's Union Bar, not tail end of my Hawaii time Smith Smith's Union Bar, for for obvious reasons that we already just spoke of. But yeah, and then also the karaoke. You can't I, I wouldn't I wouldn't pick a bar that did not have karaoke. So, you know, it was either that one or the other one that has karaoke. So uh Joe, that 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 goes over to you for your first round pick, pick number two. So we got a karaoke bar. Uh so the other bar that I frequented, especially when I lived in Chinatown, was proof it was like public proof house or something like that. Proof, or proof, or proof public proof house public house. And they had good pizza, they had pool, they had chill vibes and i liked hanging out there and i think you guys liked hanging out there too so you're going with proof i'm going with proof for my for my number two number one 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 tack two all right uh yeah i really enjoyed proof uh if there was if there was a bar that didn't have karaoke it better fucking have a pool table and if it had both even better but i can't think of a place that did off the top of my head at least and then also, uh, yeah, like you mentioned, the pizza. Royal. Royal Wait, at karaoke? No, no, sorry. I, th- I thought you said if, if there was another bar that we enjoyed going to that had, had pool but not, not karaoke. No. But, uh, uh, Royal, no, yeah. Do you remember, uh, not pub, uh, Kailua Palace or whatever it, it ended up being called, Dewey? Uh, tavern. Tavern. Yeah, had, Tavern. Tavern and Kailua. Kailua Tavern. Had pool and karaoke. I, yeah. didn't even, I didn't even think about karaoke bars when I was putting my draft board together. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I thought about I thought about all those places. Yeah, ta- tavern was a lot of fun. It was in Kailua. It had karaoke and pool. Damn it, which yep. was a lot. Yeah, I, yeah, I had, that, I had that place was awesome. I had tavern as like my number five. Okay, well, Dewey, uh, over to you for back to back picks here. Yeah, back to back. Bring and uh, both of our bars are off the board, so you could literally wait until round five to pick a bar, and you would still get it. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do that. Uh, I might be a little bit later. Yeah, it's not just. Yeah, Joe. So you, Joe he literally, I, Joe. He literally asked the question, so you should feel really dumb that you picked a bar. Yeah, uh, I thought I thought we had to complete the bar here. I'm sorry, but it's uh, all right. It's all right. You're drunk. Joe's been drinking for a while. A long time. Since I'm gonna. Been- I being the last pick is probably gonna get the hardest. Uh, category out of the way uh, and I think I'm going to take one of the sure winners so for Hawaii beer no don't I'm, do going, it. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go big wave fuck I'm gonna go yeah. big wave like it's it's the mainstream beer from Hawaii that made it to the states when I moved to Virginia they sold it at most stores there it's one of the few beers that makes it to the mainland it's that good. I go hate ahead. 
grab the big wave. I hate you so much. I knew so hard that you were going to pick big wave, Dill. <sighs> yeah, there's there's a couple <laughs> other good. It's well, not the only best. That's the thing with having the number one pick was like, I wanted Smiths and I also wanted big wave. And I just didn't think that a beer would get picked early. Yeah. Kona, Kona Brewing Big Wave. If you haven't had it, find it. It's really good. I think it only come. Uh, I think it might only come in bottles. No, it comes in cans. Come on now, cans. Uh, Adam always bought them in cans. But that is. Uh, I'm gonna take that off the board so none of you bitches get it. Much better in bottles, though. Well, actually, best on draft. Let's be honest. All right, Dewey, your next pick. Then, so what were the other categories? Or so we had beer, bar, bar, restaurant, restaurant attraction, uh, food item, and attraction. Food item and attraction. I'm I'm gonna go attraction, and uh, since we all met in Hawaii and lived in Hawaii for quite some time, one of the attractions that is pretty specific to an island chain, I'm gonna go with the attraction of island hopping to other islands. You've did multiple trips to Kauai and Maui and the big island. It's one thing that you can only do there. It's very, very rare that people can just jump on a plane, 30 minute plane ride and hop onto a brand new island with a brand different feel, get away from the tourists, get to the tourists, resorts, no resorts, mountains, no mountains. And you're still traveling from gorgeous island to gorgeous island. So I'm going to say attraction the island chain slash island hopping of Hawaii. I was always really jealous of the the trips you guys got to take to Kauai while I was underway. I was very jealous of that. I only ever made it to the big island. I lived there for three and a half years and I only ever went to one island. See, I only ever went to, I went to uh, the big island and I went to Kauai and then obviously I was in Oahu. Yeah, I've done all those plus Maui. So I get the big four. Yeah. Those are really like the four that you need to go to if you live there or yeah, if like if you're going I, island hopping. I wish I had been to Maui, but I guess I just wasn't proactive enough. I mean, um, we worked we worked a lot, you know. We did work a lot. We we absolutely did. Like our yeah, it was we didn't get enough off time. No. But I guess that makes it my turn, right? Sure does. Uh so I'm going to pick restaurant. Oh boy. And I'm going to pick a place that we went to several times. Fuck. Please don't be. Ruh-roh. I miss, I miss Korean barbecue a lot. Oh. Uh, uh, and one of the places that we went to several uh, times was Gen. Oh, Gen. Okay. Gen? Cause, cause, so, so, Sick to Rock was also fun. It was the same, same kind of vibe. But Gen was a Korean barbecue place. It, you paid like $24-ish. And they would bring you meat as long as you sat there. It was quite literally all you could eat. It was it, that part of it was wonderful. You, they would it, bring you, it was it was a big time meat sweats place. Yeah. So they they would yeah, bring you bring your meat sweat pants. <laughs> they would bring you uh, unlimited meat raw, and then there would be a fire in the middle of you guys, and then you would just fucking cook it. And there was a couple good like uh, raw foods on the outside, like mashed potatoes which was weird for a korean place yeah the mashed potatoes that that came out cold yeah that was weird the the kimchi was very good the kimchi and the cucumber kimchi yeah uh, yeah those were so good um like other other korean barbecue places like like he said sick the rock uh and then yummy which was the 
was the uh, the chain Korean barbecue place, which you could not kick, cook your own food. But that that was actually really good. But but Gen was like more of a more of a team building kind of thing. Like we 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 sat there for fucking hours eating meat, getting meat sweats, all you can eat. The only the only bi- like bad part is. I was, I'm, I'm a lazy person, so I never actually did the, it's cook it yourself. Someone generally steps up to the plate and is the chef and has to cook it. Shout yeah. out to JC. Yeah. JC, typically. J- JC cooked when JC went, yeah. but when JC didn't cook, it was like, I, I, I picked it up a lot of the times. Yeah. But I never picked it up. That's, yeah, a, that's absolutely a, not. You yeah. definitely did not. So it it's a lot of work <laughs> and I'm was, not about that. It was sort of an unwritten rule between us that, like, if we were going to go to Gen on the weekend, we were going to send JC an invite. Just yeah. So that he- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gen was fun, though. And then Sick, Sick the Rock. I, I couldn't remember the name of Sick the Rock, but we went to Gen more for sure. Oh, yeah. It's, it's yeah. a little bit nicer. A little bit nicer. Yeah. All right. All right. So back to back for me, I think I'm going to leave my attraction for last. I think I'm going to be able to get my number one pick here. So I'm really between my beer and my restaurant. And I'm more concerned that Joe is now going to take my number two beer. So I think I'm going to have to take it now and then probably take my restaurant with my next pick. I'm going to go with the Kona Hanalei IPA. Damn. Fuck, dude. I didn't know you liked Hanalei. Yeah. What the fuck? That, that was, that was, that was going to be my beer. And now, now I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, I'm... I took the Hanalei IPA. Uh, this is one of those beers that I actually enjoyed more in a bottle than I did on draft when I went to Kona. I don't know what it was about having it on draft, but versus like in the bottle, I just thought it was so much better in the bottle. It's the the Passion Orange Guava uh, IPA. It was just it was perfect. Yeah. So so Hanalei was was one of the only IPAs that I could drink on the beach like it's not it, super heavy it's not super heavy no. it's 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 very it's the the pog flavor in it is subtle enough that that it's not overpowering and it's and it's light enough and you could just drink it on the beach regardless of how long you were there you know if it got a little warm hanalei was so good i recommend it if you can find hanalei pick it up drink it enjoy it yeah all right, so that gets my beer out of the way. And then for my third round pick, I think this – so Joe's already got a restaurant. Now I have to pick some, my, my number my, – some my number one restaurant on the board that I'm afraid Dewey's going to pick. He lived in the building. Oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking, yeah. I'm going with Duraku. Mm-hmm. Oh, Duraku. All right, sushi That's a good guy. one, yeah. Uh, that's sushi. Dewey – for- well, yeah, yeah, it was like, they, oh, I, yeah, they yeah. had sushi, but it was like, but that wasn't sushi in Japanese. Their yeah. hit, their hidden secret was the fried rice that they it fried. Was, they did the, did the thing in front of you. It was the fried rice, dude, and it, it was so good. Yeah, the the, hap, fri- the fried rice was really good. But happy actually, hour sake bombs, three dollars sake bombs in Hawaii. That's a steal. A hundred percent. Sake bombs were dangerous for me because I don't know if you guys remember this, but sake makes me throw up. Hmm. <laughs> yeah sake makes me throw up yeah there goes there goes my restaurant that's what that's what i was hoping to get for my restaurant uh, sucks to suck dude so that wraps up my third pick and that throws us over to you joe 
for your third round pick. So, so you just did your beer and your and your restaurant, right? That is what I just did. Which I mean, you don't have to do that. Um, no, I understand that. Um, so I'm gonna do, go. Do with, you now? Yeah, I understand. So I did restaurant and and bar. That so is true. That, that means that I can do. So I, I guess I'll close out the beer the beer ring by by picking a beer that I wouldn't have originally picked because it's not that easy to get. Um, but Maui Brewing Company does a Pog IPA as well that is super good, and I might like it a little bit better than Hanalei. That one was literally like I had three beers written down, and that was my number three. Yeah, so so I think that might that one might be a little better than 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 Hanalei, but it's it's harder to get. Uh, but that's that's my choice: a Hawaii uh-huh. beer, Hanalei, really good. Or sorry, a Hawaii beer, Pog IPA by Maui Brewing Company. If you could ever get it, I recommend it very <coughs> highly. Yeah, they yeah. they barely ever had that on tap. Yeah, yeah, it was it was very very seasonal. I I thought that you were gonna go bikini blonde Maui bikini blonde, which is a pretty good beer, or uh, maybe like a paradise cider, like the pineapple cruiser. Those, I'm not a, yeah. So I don't paradise, know if those counted, but yeah, they count. I mean, it's up to us. We can like veto each other's picks if we don't think that they should count. Yeah, so the bikini blonde, we actually had a like when I when I lived with Joe and we had the kegerator, we had a all keg of bikini blonde, and it was yeah, it's, like I I wouldn't I would give that that beer maybe a three point two five. I I give that beer that's like an almost perfect beach beer. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, behind the set the the cucumber sour from uh oh from the, crush the the crush from, from ten barrel yeah. So I like we were picking like specifically beers that were brewed in Hawaii, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's my yeah. understanding of it. Yes, yes, absolutely. But all yeah, right, like call shout outs that we we drank a lot well, of time in we'll Hawaii. Do, we'll do some shout outs at the end there, Joe. Okay, cool. Dewey, that swings us over to your third and fourth picks. Third and fourth picks, and just uh, reminder: I there the, the the last there's a category of food items. Yeah, food items. That's like a singular food item. Like a singular Ooh. food item. Okay. Pick mine. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to go with my restaurant uh, slash bar, but we ate there every time we went there. We didn't just go there for drinks. We ate there. And I'm going to go with uh, Smith and King's. Ooh, oh, nice. Man. I was I was actually just thinking of Smith and Kings. Mainly because that's one of the only places that I know where you can get poutine on the island oh, of Hawaii. Yeah. They yeah. have Bob Ross playing every day uh, in the background on every TV. They have a pretty good drink menu. They have the, board the brunch, games. The brunch. The brunch. They have oh, good burgers. Uh, Smith and Kings. Only Only negative thing about that was parking was a bitch. We always um, Ubered or walked or geekied. There's no parking at Smith and Kings because it was little. it was not a bitch if you lived in Chinatown. That's Joe, true. Joe and I went there by ourselves a lot of the time when we lived when we lived there. Not me, Joe. My roommate Joe. Shout out Joe Nicholson, who's definitely not listening. Joseph. We called him Joseph. Yeah. 
Joseph. Uh, but yeah, we, we went there a lot and I agree. The poutine was specifically super good. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I'll say about Smith and Kings is I went there on a Tuesday and they had a taco Tuesday and I got food poisoning from the carnitas and (laughs) i was not the only one who got food poisoning from smith and kings i think i talked to jc and he was also like yeah i got food poisoning from smith and kings it might have been jc it might have just been some other person that was just like completely random but yeah so i and and at least one other person got food poisoning from from smith and kings but the the poutine had never failed me yeah that was so good it was so fucking good so that that's my restaurant pick, and then moving into the fourth round. This this is crazy. I think we all. Oh no, Dewey Dewey doesn't have bar. Yep. Okay, yeah, never mind. I was gonna say I thought we all picked beer, bar, and restaurant so far, but I forgot no. you picked island hopping. I picked as an attraction. Yeah. Slash. Yeah. Um, and going into the fourth round, uh, which is food item, very similar to restaurant. I'm going to go with like a poke bowl. Just you, you can't get a poke bowl better in anywhere else. You're on an island, fresh fish, spicy ahi. They have some like they want to like change it up, do California ahi, which is they add, I think, jalapenos or a sauce. Uh, Publix, Whole Foods, they all do it. You just go to a random grocery store and get up like they have a poke bowl. With fresh rice and the musubi, whatever the the spicy. Oh, the musubis. Yeah, the like the like the, the the spice mixture that they add to it. Always do it. Even even some like chain chain restaurants that you don't expect to have good fish have good poke bowl. And if this is a Hawaii drafts, perks of being in Hawaii, going food item, poke bowls. Dude. Also, it sounds like poke ball, which is nostalgic. Dude, super underrated was the the poke the poke that they had from the mini mart on base. Oh, uh, yeah. I would super get two of those underrated. for lunch and no regrets. Also, best poke I think I had on the islands the or that I had on the island while I was there was over on the west side at uh Koalina at the Disney Resort. They had like uh they had a poke with like I don't know how like how to how to describe it but the rice was like (laughs) it was like hard and sticky at the same time and it was just like it was like cooked to perfection it was wonderful you gotta have sticky rice so you eat it with your chopsticks it was absolutely wonderful all right well joe over to Uh, you for pick number four so i'm also gonna go with food and i i really did not think that do that dewey was going to pick this food item and i'm glad that he did not the fro from the bowling alley. Son of a bitch. That's good. That's, the, that's the, fro, good. the fro from the bowling alley. A fro is a fried rice omelet. And I think you can only like I don't I don't think anyone makes them outside of Hawaii. But more specifically, I've I mean I've never heard of them elsewhere. Yeah, I, I haven't either. But but yeah, so so they basically like fry up a real thin thin layer of egg. They throw uh they throw shit ton of fried rice in there and wrap it up in the egg sometimes i'll throw a couple slices of cheese in there and it is so fucking good i can't even describe how good a a fry a fro is like uh you guys dewey liked to 
uh, like to get chili on top of it. Oh, uh, that's my go-to. That was yeah. like a, my go-to yeah. is just throw some chili on there. Uh, I would just please put chili on it. That was just literally all. See, I, would say. I, I liked the the addition of chili on top of the fro, but I wish I could add chili to more things in my life. Yeah, yeah. so I, I liked the addition, but I feel like it took like, like it sex. took away from the flavor. Yeah. Hmm. Go, go yeah. ahead, Joe. Sorry. I, Sorry. I feel like it took away from the, the just like general flavor of the fro. No. Uh, yeah, but if you got the chili, they added chili and they put it in a large box. If you got a small one, it's kind of it's a kind of like a like a cheapskate type thing where you're getting more for your money and then it's in a large box and they add more rice. Well, like, well, and... well you could also just get a large fro for a dollar more and then you get t- like two to three slices of cheese. Yeah, I would get a large with chili. Yeah, um, <laughs> we know. Oh, we know. That's just that's just because I'm fat, though. Uh, but yeah, the fro is my choice. Whenever we were we were parked, where whenever we were moored close enough to to the bowling alley, even sometimes not just sending nubs to get go get a shit ton of fro's. Whoa, dude! That, you can't say that. I can say that. We're we're on a podcast. You can say anything <laughs> on a podcast. That's true. Uh yeah, like. Just so good. Highly recommend if you're on the island of Hawaii and you have access to the ba- the Navy base, go get a fro from the bowling alley. Wait, holy fuck. Are you watching AEW right now? Was that for the tag team championships? I'm pretty sure Eddie Kingston and Penta. Oh, no, that was for an opportunity to face them for the tag team championships. Okay, okay. never mind. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Eddie Kingston and Penta just beat the Young Bucks. Anyways, keep going. No, that's about all I had to say. Is if you're on the island of Oahu and you're you have access to the Pearl Harbor, go get a fro from the bowling alley. Yeah, they were, my God, the the perfect fucking hangover food. That's for sure. That's true. Which yeah. so often we we were hungover going or, at, going into work <laughs> or, or drunk at work food. Yeah, or or or, or still, still drunk, drunk from the night before. Still drunk yeah. from the night before. Hashtag Royal Rumble 2018. <laughs> the night that joe that still, the night foot? the night that joe will never remember yeah the <laughs> night you cut your no foot. no no the the foot was the greatest royal rumble right no 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 no. that was royal rumble that was definitely royal the one that rumble. it was the one that shinsuke won shinsuke won yeah what was the one what was the one that we did the Some, champagne so, wait hold champagne on. was the champagne was the greatest right because we did in the morning so we yeah bought. we did we drank with mimosas and i thought that was the foot i don't think so no no it was definitely the royal rumble somebody told me that shinsuke won yeah, <laughs> I because still... I think you wore the belt to Porky's. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. I, I have worn the belt to Porky's. You guys, yes. you, you both went out after that. Joe was blacked out, and you guys went to the bar slash strip club, aka Porky's. Whoa, 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 calm down. Yeah. Oh, so you can say no, but I can't say strip club. You can't say strip club. We we say wine and cheese. Gentlemen's club. Gentlemen's Club, excuse me. Thank you, Dewey. Yeah, and I, I, I don't rem- like. Obviously, I was asleep by that time. But yeah, the story goes that Joe brought the belt out to the bar with him. Oh, he did. So, so I don't. So, what I remember from the Royal Rumble 2018 is nothing. Is is like going to the bathroom. It was the same day we did our. So I don't think Porky's was the same night as. Like the day, the night I wore the belt out to Porky's was the same night as the Royal Rumble. That was a different night. Because I wore, because because I, the Royal Rumble, 
ended and we were on Hawaii time. So it ended at like six o'clock in the, in the evening. And I woke up the next morning and stepped out of bed and my foot hurt like crazy. And then I was like, that's weird. There's a cut on the bottom of my foot, a giant ass cut, like huge flapped over cut ass cut. <laughs> and then I, I walked out of my room and there was blood all over the floor. Yes. And, and on I, a pizza box. Yep. And I had no idea <laughs> where on the, pizza, <laughs> like the trail from my bathroom to the, to, to the living room. And yeah, had no idea where it came from. Now, was that your bathroom in your bedroom or was that the out your outside bathroom? I no, never, I never I went never to that was, that. that was Dewey's bathroom and the guest yeah. bathroom. The, the just, bathroom in my bedroom was the only one I used. Just like I never went to Joe's room. <laughs> do, do uh, yes, of course, uh, of course. Yeah, so so other people use my bathroom sometimes uh, because it was closer to the couch, but I never I like hardly ever used Dewey's bathroom because Dewey's bathroom was dangerous. Dewey, do you the tub? The tub, the tub was, was so the, so it was so high. The tub, the kind, tub, kind the of tub you needed you segue. needed a, a ladder to get yeah. into. It's like, it was make sure that you were standing up in the tub and you didn't fall over kind of tub. <laughs> this this I'm, tub was up to your waist. Like, <laughs> you needed I'm to surprised. take a... <laughs> I'm surprised it didn't have like a latch swing door, honestly. You needed to like go on a fucking hike just to get inside. And, and it, it, it wasn't like a, a, a normal length tub either. It was like, if like it you, was a, you a, shower, a shower and a gym was the width of the was the width of the shower but the, the the wall to get over was even higher than the width you had to was, step you, you had, had to, to take high. a big old step you had to like hold you had to brace yourself to get over that thing yeah <laughs> oh my gosh that was that was funny i was that, that, i remember texting you like hey i just checked out this place it's really cool but the tub is super <laughs> fucking high <laughs> oh man uh, and we got the weird thing about that is is there were de there was definitely damage to our apartment, but we got the full security oh, deposit back. That's true. It was like I remember the tub in my room, which was a normal ass tub, ass like tub. was separating from from the tile, and it was like bent in, and then there was damage from the air conditioning unit. And and the guy the got the property manager for for our apartment was like, yeah, we're like our business is getting out of property management and just doing like uh, sales. So I don't give a fuck about, about this at all. And, and he just, he's like, yeah, whatever. Walked through it. Didn't care at all. I don't even think I've ever met that property manager. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Let's, uh, let's get back on track here. Uh, Joe just uh, finished out his fourth round pick with the fried rice omelet, AKA the fro from the bowling alley on base. Quite the Hawaii food item there. So I've got, so I'm going to round it out with my last two picks. I've got food item and attraction. So I had Fro on my list, did not have Pokeball on my list, didn't even think about it. Uh, but I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with an item here. You could eat it for breakfast. You could eat it for lunch. You could eat it at whatever the fuck time of day you wanted because it had, it had elements of, of both types of meals in there. Uh, I'm going with the Loco Moco. I knew you were going to say that. Oh, very Hawaiian. Very <laughs> I, Hawaiian. I love me a good Loco Moco. Literally like a bed of rice, a hamburger patty, 
Salisbury meat. It's not even a hamburger. Yeah, it was really like Salisbury. Salt like a Salisbury steak. That's what it is. Yeah. Gravy. Love me some love me some gravy. And then they top it off with an egg. It was perfect. This is perfection on a plate. Or in a bowl. It's also very Hawaiian, so if it's it's the draft. Yes, very much so. Yeah. I mean, not a whole lot else to say about that. It, I mean, I think a great pick there for food item. And then I finish out with the, an attraction here. Uh, I knew as soon as Dewey picked island hopping that I was going to get my attraction. I had, I did not think that Joe was going to pick this, and he hasn't yet because, I mean, he still hasn't picked an attraction. Uh, I'm going with an activity that's very close uh, to our group of friends, something we like to do every now and then. Um, better be booze cruise. It's uh, it's along those lines, Dewey. It is the Mai Tai catamaran. That's right, booze cruise. You would go on this damn catamaran, uh, and I mean the sunset ones. I, I have to thank Lulu and Bree for introducing us to these Mai Tai catamarans. It was just like it was like an it was like a two hour catamaran. They would take you off the coast, off the south. Like you would leave out of. Uh, what was it? Rum fire um, or like right next to rum fire. And then you would go out into the ocean and they would just play mute, play great music. And you would just get fucked up on my ties. Yeah. Like $2 my ties. They were incredible. Like, even though they were pre-mixed and all that shit, like they were probably, I don't know, like a top two my tie in, in, in Hawaii. And ob- there's an obvious number one. Rum fire, but oh yeah, two of those and you're done. But yeah, I'm I'm going with the Mai Tai catamaran. Wonderful activity, great attraction. I like that we steered away. I mean, at least so far, that we've kind of, or I guess I kind of steered away um, from like the main like attractions of Oahu, you know, like, and gone with like some some stuff like off the cuff a little bit stuff that we enjoyed doing. Uh, and then Joe, that that uh, that throws you over to your last pick, and you have attraction. So I so I wasn't along the lines of like touristy attractions when I was thinking about this. I was more thinking like hikes or something like that. I was uh, too when I first thought about it, and actually Leslie gave me the idea of my Thai catamaran. Yeah, which, uh, I, I had booze cruise on my list, not that specific because. Captain Andy's is also pretty good, but just in general, you can do any booze cruise. But yeah. but this isn't my last pick. Yes, because you, well, this is no, it. Because c- I haven't chosen beach. Beach wasn't one. They just, beach was a place of food. Beach. Oh meal. shit! I totally fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This 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 snake pick is f- fucked up, which is totally consistent with the drunk dudes. So that's fine. But, Dude, I yeah. totally fucked up and moved it because there's food and restaurant, which is weird. It should have been beach. That's exact. I was wondering. I thought something was fucked up. You know what? After we're done, we'll just let's just talk about some good beaches. <laughs> okay. So so my attraction. <laughs> Holy since, shit! Uh, my attraction is off the cuff because I I thought that I was I thought that it was hikes, like I said, or something like that. Oose wrestling is my attraction. Ooh, good one. Oh, that's very. We're good. Bring, we're bringing it back. To to the to the topic of the podcast, Oots Wrestling. Shut up, Lulu. <laughs> Oots Wrestling was something that happened every month. There was there was like an event at Aloha Tower 
where we would go and we would sit in yeah. the bar section or stand in the bar section and we would just watch some some amateur wrestling and it was awesome pineapple was king totally, pineapple, pineapple king pineapple, pineapple king, king dylan meeting austin aries like chris masters was I there did, i did get to do that uh uh, Chris Wild was was one of the competitors. Remember the Let's Get Wild chance, dude. I you you know you just mentioned that I totally forgot that I sat down and had like a five to ten minute conversation with Austin Aries. Yeah, yeah. How messed up I, you were. Yeah. I was fucked up. Oost wrestling was awesome. That's a good pick, especially for this podcast. Great pick. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. I didn't. I didn't even have that on my board. Yeah, I feel I like there's so. I feel like there's so many things that like. There's just so there's just so much to do in Hawaii that like you, you can't it not obviously not everything's gonna get drafted. And we were all ready to leave. That's that's the surprising part. It's like you you definitely get in an island fever and we were all ready to leave. And now I'm like, damn. I miss it. I really liked Hawaii. I like, do miss it. The boys in Hawaii were 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 primo. All right, Dewey. Last pick, Mr. Irrelevant. Oh, Mr. Irrelevant. What do you have left? Uh, bar. Bar. Uh, I, I feel like I know where this is going. It's, nah, it's more, instead of Mr. Irrelevant, it's more like Mrs. Irrelevant. I guess it, it could go either way. Uh, I'm, he's going with this. I'm going to go with uh, one of our favorite pastimes, the one, the only, Kelly O'Neill's, yeah. Kelly exactly. could be like we always ended our nights there. It's fitting never, to end. A, never go to Kelly's. That was always our thing. It's, was, fi it's fitting like to end the draft <laughs> at Kelly O'Neill's. Uh, open till four a.m. All the bars are shut down. I we couldn't live music. I couldn't even begin to count how many times we started our night saying, "This is not a Kelly's night. We are not ending our night at Kelly's." <laughs> and, and we would still go to Kelly. Yeah, yeah we would definitely. Like, yeah, and, and, and the 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 guy with the ponytail, the lead singer of the band at Kelly's, that would that the ponytail and the eyeliner, oh he was fucking God. awesome. Yeah. yeah, so many of us got kicked out on random nights, like Joe, random Lulu's friends, Paige. I've been kicked Katie, out. I've been Dylan. kicked out of Kelly's twice in the same night. I've been kicked out not, of Moose's. Not only have you been night. kicked out, but you've been cut <laughs> off from the hot dog vendor. Yes, because <laughs> you pissed the vendor off. That was, that was the outside of Moose's. All right, so we're not talking no, about Moose's no, right now. No, right? no, the hot dog side, hot dog. The no, hot there was dog. a hot. There was a hot dog on the side with Kelly's, and there was a hot dog vendor on the side of yeah, Kelly's. And Moose's. it was the Kelly's side. No, it was the Moose's side. It was. I, I remember. Barely. It was the Kelly it was side. The Moose's side I got cut Moose's off. Moose's side had drumline. Kelly's side had hot dog. Let's just no. let's just let's just leave it at. Joe was so drunk that there was a hot dog vendor that wouldn't serve him a fucking hot dog <laughs> outside the bar. That outside of the bar. <laughs> uh, it was a great time. They had live music, played bangers from Blink One Eighty Two the classic late 90s to early 2000s <laughs> 4 a.m in hawaii we would always try to, always try to get them to play Freebird. they never would classic bartending eh, probably okay the bartending was subpar at best because it was all drinks packed. drinks yeah drinks you're not ordering anything fancy there it's uh, we got car but you're already a few times though no one no one goes there sober you're going there already fucked up and that's Dude. 
do you remember the the old lady and the old man and the old lady like slapped me in the face at Kelly O'Neill's? <laughs> it was like it was like the old lady like I was just dancing by myself at Kelly O'Neill's and and like this old lady came up and started dancing at me and she started getting playful. She slapped me in the face. <laughs> what she, the fuck? Yeah, uh, Adam Adam has a video of it actually. Um, yeah. of, of this old lady slapping me in the face because she was like she was super fucking playful and super drunk and she she like just slaps me like as if i like and i was not being inappropriate first of all uh but as if i was being inappropriate she just like slaps me and then she she like she, she like right after the fact she like gave me a hug and everything like that like it wasn't it wasn't like vicious at all but the old lady slapped me in the face and adam has a video of it like <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's perfect. All right. Well, I fucked up. Yeah. First first draft ever, and I fucked up. <laughs> so how perfect for that. Left out beaches. Um let's just let's just go honorable mention. Honorable mention. Let's let's just go one by one, do some beaches, and then we'll do some shout outs to all the other categories. Uh I'm gonna go one that we never we should have gone to more uh than we did i've only been there a handful of times super awesome beach up on the north shore especially even if you wanted a body surf like actually get some waves not some like pussyfoot two foot waves but some like actual six foot to ten foot waves on the reg uh why waimea bay waimea bay waimea bay is fun Waimea Bay and north shore super local get away from the big buildings you got a rock to jump off of not the nicest beach, but you know, an above average beach. But you go there for the waves, the rock. You're away from people. Yeah, Waimea Bay. Joe. Uh, so, is this an honorable mention or an actual like? I can pick one. You just just pick one. Uh, no, it's I'm not. It's two. not. It's not. Yeah, you can pick as many as you want because it's picking, not going to be. It's I'm not picking, gonna go towards the official draft. I'm I'm picking two. Right. So. Lani Kai Beach was right next to Kailua Beach, and it was way less populated. It was right at the bottom of, of the pillbox. It was like less than it was like a mile and a half from Dewey and my apartment. And I would run there all the time, and I would I would have I would just chill out there, and it was awesome. You could drink beers and and, and all that all that stuff. My one complaint about Lani Kai is parking. Not, well, parking for one, and not enough room for activities. Yeah. It's a very a very narrow beach. Yeah, like even if you wanted to like throw a football or a frisbee. I'm a I'm a narrow. big big fan of doing of having uh, activities on the beach, and there just wasn't enough room. Yeah, I I liked Lanikai because because it was right under it was right under the pillbox the Lanikai pillboxes, and it was also the butt cheeks. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, there was there were some butt cheeks there. The, my other pick is Sharks Cove. I love I love snorkeling up there. It was also on the North Shore. Uh, we got to snorkel up there. We we would usually see turtles, uh, and I and I really enjoy- and right outside of it there were there were food courts and there's a cat on my porch. There's a little tiny cat. Um, how is but- Raven? How is Raven not barking? She hasn't noticed it yet. Uh, but but yeah, the Shark- Sharks Cove was a lot of fun. I loved snorkeling there. There was a little there was a little jump point. So yeah, Sharks Cove and Lonnie Kai are my are my choices for this unofficial portion of the draft. All right. Well, uh, I guess I'll just pick the one that we frequented the most, which would be Kaimanas. Uh, my my only complaint about Kaimanas <laughs> is the sand was too hot. 
the sand was hot and it was a cell shore beach so there were rocks in the water yeah it was, you only went to the water not as bad it was not as bad as the rest of the cell shore beaches like Alamoana or waikiki but the but Al, the alamoana is bad was terrible yeah but the but but volleyball was fun there yeah i don't want it's beach isn't bad once you got into the water it's not a smooth walk out it's like docky paddle on your tummy yeah yeah or else all right well let's uh let's give some honorable mentions uh dewey do you have any honorable mentions um for choices yeah for any of the categories uh we talked about it we a little bit about bikini blonde feel like that's an honorable mention for beers out in hawaii what's the what's what's the very popular i've never had one but it's super hawaiian masubi like the spam rice and the two little yeah we kind of talked about musubi a little bit yeah the musubi i love those i love yeah for some reason whenever i went to 7-eleven i would get one. yeah 7-eleven had the best ones that's what i got for honorable mentions joe what do you got uh so honorable mentions for bar i got royal which was which manifest like broke off and they made that they had that actual regular like eight foot pool table in there it was oh, right yeah. across from smith's that was a lot of fun uh restaurant i got nothing for that actually but uh attraction my original picks were were first of all the lanakai pill boxes and then monowilly falls monolua Monowilly. Um, Mon- Monowilly. It was like oh. it was a hike and it was muddy as fuck. But then when you got there, it was like gorgeous, gorgeous waterfalls. Um, food. Uh, I, actually, food is not one of them. But I, I feel like I want to call out like the the uh, the ramen. The the ramen there was awesome. There was this ramen place called Manichi's that we went one time, and Dylan was doing a hundred beer weekend. Yep. Uh, and <laughs> uh, he, you, you like fell asleep during. No, yeah. I I slap bet Eric that I wouldn't puke and that went really poorly. Oh, we you, we made you puke. Yeah, that uh, was what, a really what, dumb idea. What was that? What was that restaurant that was like Gen but not quite like Gen because it was they they gave you soup and you could cook it in the boiling hot soup the the meat. Ooh, I've only been there once or twice. Are you talking about that hole in the wall? Yeah, it was. Yeah, you remember you were there. It's like they make you like a soup vat. And you cook it in the soup. Yeah, they give you veggies and meat and yeah. you cook it in the soup. Don't remember the name of it. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to that place that we don't know what it's called. <laughs> You're so good. We don't remember you. <laughs> monkey monkey pods. Monkey pod is pretty good. Yeah, that was on my list of restaurants. Uh, Maui Brewing Company, the restaurants were pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Dude, Maui Brewing. <laughs> I love uh yeah shout i i had a shout out to maui brewing as well specifically the thing i always got there which was the chicken katsu sandwich yeah the katsu is good yeah. was so fucking good but the the one thing about maui brewing the one time during santa con that the first year oh you ordered the bud lights yeah we get to maui brewing so like santa con everyone dresses up as santa and then there's just a bar crawl and then the second bar is maui brewing and i walk up to the bar it's fucking packed I could tell the bartender wanted nothing to do uh, other than just serve me at the time. She, she seemed very pleased to, you know, serve me. This is all very sarcastic. And I walked up and I said, I will have two Bud Lights, please. Uh, we don't have Bud Lights. I was like, what? Like not realizing that it was a fucking brewery. 
I was yeah. like, give me your closest to Bud Light beer. And I got a bikini blonde. Yeah, I thought of a, I thought of another shout out for bars. Uh, if, if you're a heavy drinker, this bar is for you. The Irish Rose. Oh, yeah. Yep. Smoke inside opens at six, closes at two at Monday through Sunday. They don't serve food. So it's drinking at six to whenever they had bands, darts, shuffleboard, no pool table, but um, relatively cheap beer. Fun, fun on the Irish holidays. That just reminded me. I wanted to give a shout out to uh, what was the country bar for Dan Wayne? Nashville. Nash- that was on the list. But before Nashville, before they had new owners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When uh, they when they specifically only played country music. Yeah, pool table, cornhole, darts, fake blackjack. Um, uh, yeah. Shout out! Shout out to Lindos as a bar and a restaurant. Oh, Me- Jesus, Mexico Lindo. Yeah, Mexico. The margs there were great. The food. This is going to be the okay. longest. This is going to be the longest list of shout outs that we've ever. <laughs> this had. is why we we needed more people in the draft to pick up some of these. Yeah, I wish Adam. I wish Adam could have made it. Yeah, the yeah. one person, one or two people would have picked up a lot of these. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The, some other stuff I had. Oh, pub Kailua Town Pub. Please. That was me. That was me and your bar, Joe. Yeah, yeah, for trivia. Or or Whole Foods. Hot bar at Whole Foods. Yeah, just go to Whole hot, Foods. The, the hot fo- the hot bar and the regular bar at Whole Foods. Uh, yeah. the only thing that I haven't uh that I had written down is so for food malasadas. Shout oh, out! To, I, shout out to that, malasadas. That was my original pick before I before I chose froze. Um, and then legitimate restaurant i want to give a shout out to is uh restaurant 604 right by my house had the best bloody mary on the island Uh, that one and then not a legitimate restaurant that we frequented not from inside of it but at the at the window the lucky fucking burger the lucky (laughs) lucky belly shout out to lucky belly yeah we i i've been to lucky belly once but i've been to lucky belly uh window out like after 2 a.m so many times <laughs> you can't even count the number of times I, I would wake i would wake up and there'd be five or six dinners just scattered throughout <laughs> the house oh my god i think i bought all three of them one night and i didn't eat a single one <laughs> this fell i just fell asleep by the time we got back to the house Ooh, what about J- jack in the box no, that's that's a, not how that's yeah, a that's, fast food chain, Joe. Yeah, but yeah. I've only ever eaten there and I've only ever eaten there in Hawaii. And we always got there, we always went there hungover. Sure. All right. Well, that's gonna close us out for this week. Um, next week we're gonna have another retro beer ratings, this time for Survivor Series 1997 for the Montreal screw job. I actually don't have a second segment planned out for next week. So, you know what? Maybe we'll just do another one of these. Hopefully, I'll re- maybe I'll redeem myself for fucking up the categories. Um, if you have recommendations for what you want us to draft, please let us know. Uh, I do have plenty of topics uh, ready, to, ready to go, though. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at DDT WrestlePod. You can follow me on Untapped at Dylan Free. You can follow Joe on Untapped at Joe Kalinowski. Uh, Dewey, do you want to, do you want anyone uh, to follow you anywhere? I don't have, I, I'm a loser. I don't, I, I don't want followers. All right. And as always rate review, subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. I appreciate everyone for continuing to listen. Can, uh, keep telling your friends about us, help grow the show. We have been the drunk dudes, Dylan, Joe, and Dewey. Special guest. 
and we'll catch you on down the road. Yeah.